And welcome back to The Post Show, Episode 9. This week, we kick off with Grant's review of Jujutsu Kaisen, now that he's wrapped up the first season. I talk about my experience watching Spirited Away as my first ever Studio Ghibli movie, which then spawns a whole conversation about watching classic movies a little bit late. Um, And speaking of classic stuff, Grant goes through his experience so far with Neon Genesis Evangelion. There's some brief news on Cowboy Bebop and the live TV show that's being set up for it. We briefly talk about the America the Motion Picture, which looks like a Netflix series starring Channing Tatum. Looks pretty good. Then we get real deep on Bo Burnham's most recent special, Inside. Um, That is a really interesting conversation that I think is worth listening to. And then we return to the world of anime with uh, Vinland Saga up to episode 18 and some drama surrounding Mushoku Tensei. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Oh, hey, Grant. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm good. You know what that was? What was that? That was a Guinness. Oh! (laughs) Oh, my favorite. Man, one of the guys is a big fan of these. And, uh, well, I'm going to give it a try and see how it goes. I mean, I've obviously had them before. I just can't remember the last time I bought Guinness. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I, um, well, chili nights. I usually put Guinness in in my chili. Um, but, uh, Oh, like, oh, man, I thought you meant, like, cold nights. But, yeah, when you're eating chili? Yeah. Cooking chili? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to put a little bit of there. Half a can or whatnot, sometimes more, but... Really? Um, you know what's good with it? So, it's so strange. I remember when, um, what, you know... A couple years ago, when I was my small stint living in Alberta, I don't, I had never heard of it prior, but there's like this big Guinness like mixing thing out there at the time. I don't know if it was maybe like across, you know, it was, I don't know if it was popular everywhere and like I was just there. A a light beer and a dark beer? Well, there's that, but like you would go and I remember I saw someone at a table next to me one time and it was half Red Bull and half Guinness. And I was like, are you for real drinking that? And the girl was like, yeah, it's surprisingly good. And I was like, okay, well, that's that's way too expensive to buy at a bar. Like, <laughs> it was like 15 bucks a pint. And uh, so I made it at home. And it was surprisingly good. And it's good It's good with um, cider, too. I like doing a little bit of cider and a little bit of Guinness. Interesting. Yeah. I've done the, like, the light beer on top, or is it on bottom? I don't know. I can't remember. And, like, because of the weight, like, there's, like, actual... They separate, yeah. Yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, that's what it does. Like, you'll get, like, the cider on the bottom and the Guinness up top. Yeah, kind of neat. Good shit. It's weird, like, how it's not carbonated. Yeah. It's hard to get used to that. Sure. But, uh... It's creamy. It's like... Yeah. It's like bread. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember that time? I went to that bar, and I had that... Was it a double chocolate milk stout? I had two of them. Oh and then, yes, and then I, then we got a little peckish. So I was like, oh, I, I'd like something light, and we got a lobster puts in. <laughs> oh, God. Was that no? That was uh, that was after yeah, that was after a movie. After a movie, that bar yeah. shut down. No, it didn't. Beer Co- house. Co- COVID man. <gasps> I know they were there for over oh, a decade. Oh no! So many of them down here. That actually right, chops my ass. Yeah. That's that's really shitty. Yeah, big time. Fuck, man. I well, got to Leanna that. Actually, you know what? Leanna didn't even like it there. Wow. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> I don't, actually, I don't know. No. It was... Uh, anyways, but that, that's a bummer. Fuck, man. COVID. I'm, I, I'm hearing that it's been rough on some businesses. I don't know if I believe that, yeah. but whatever. Um, do you want to start with the heavy? You want to get? You want to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah. Yeah, let's dive right into it. Um... You've wrapped up, right? I have wrapped up, yeah. Yeah, 
I, dude, I, I almost... feel enlightened. I'm floating right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been floating ever since. It's like I'm a whole new person. <laughs> I almost, I almost like got, I almost binged through it just for this podcast. Sure. Um, but I figure, you know, we can talk about If my... you feel like you have to, if you feel like you have to binge it, it's not the right move. Well, it's, I actually wanted to ask your opinion on this because I, I have felt this way as of late where when you discover something so good and you know yeah. it's like finite you don't want to do it all in one go sure like um i oddly enough i can relate this to specifically like good food and good drinks like you yeah. ever buy like really expensive like i like i don't fucking know like a steak or a cocktail yeah and or a cocktail is even more appropriate for me because you like you buy this and you're like oh my god this is so good i could just drink this all immediately it, yeah but then you know, now you've just drank like a fifteen or whatever it is dollar drink in like a minute, yeah. And you know, you you don't really feel like you got your money's worth. Sure. That's how I feel with Jujutsu Kaisen right now. I was like, I could kill this in a day. Yeah. But I love it so much, <laughs> and it's like I I'm so into it. I kind of have really been enjoying watching one every night before bed. Yeah. Um. But I got through. I must have watched five or six on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, something like that. So you must be close because you were at like what sixteen? Yeah, I'm on a. I'm. I've got two left, twenty three oh. and twenty four. So yeah, I went through them. Oh shit! Okay. And I think, uh, I think I've just entered like what will be obviously spoilers ahead for anybody's listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are good episodes, Dave. Y- yeah, I imagine I've just Fair. entered like the very last battle arc, mini whatever sets up maybe season two or who knows what. It's a good, you know, it's. Well, I, I'm just trying to think how how episode how the last episode ended for you. Um, the last episode ended with Itadori, Megami, and the girl going under the bridge to exercise oh. this demon that has been like, or demon curse that has been killing people. But then a second curse arrives that was sent by Patchwork Face Fellow. Yes. Um, so the two of them are there, two demon or two curses, and the three amigos. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nobara, so, Nobara, like Jesus, yeah. I really like her. She's probably she's probably my favorite out of the crew. Yeah, I like her a lot. I think maybe it's potential that I've seen like some mild spoilers, but probably nothing crazy. Um, I'm not also super fussed about it. You know, spoilers are different when you're tearing through something. Sure. Versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, waiting six months for Avengers Endgame or something like that, mm. or like a week to week. Yeah. Um, a finite experience, you know, or like a, a spectacle experience versus like you know. Um, you know, lots of you know, yeah. like an ongoing thing. Yeah, I, I I could I could see that, but um, no, she um, well, the just the last two episodes, like it's not you know I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like, it's a very powerful way to end the season. I found really, and it was a it was a good yeah, it was you know it's it, it's a battle shonen right? That's what the show is, and they find a way. The fluidity of this show is the is its defining feature is how mm-hmm. they can make these moments not. Ex- necessarily explosive like some shows do it's about you know it shows them like becoming zen and like kind of flowing through their attacks and all this and that and just mm-hmm. you know it's 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 different right it's it almost has a different ph- philosophy than like dragon ball where it's like you know at, at a thousand percent or like something like jojo like which i haven't watched but like i i understand it's all very fast paced and mm. kind of breakneck speed where in the show has elements of that but it's it's nice they can take the time to slow it down and but yeah no the um the baseball episode 
though, Dave. Dude, um, fucking it's, hilarious. Dude, it's, it so <laughs> it so it's good. It's it's uh it's really good. And it, this I, I I had a special note to mention this to you. It might only be the second best filler baseball episode in anime. Oh. Dude, there's one about three quarters of the way through Dragon Ball Super. Okay. <laughs> it's just a ba- 30 minutes of straight baseball. And it is so goddamn funny. Like, <laughs> you know, but any, it, but it's funny for the same reasons, right? Because, like, people take it too seriously. It's very self-referential. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I loved, loved that episode. When, when one of the characters would go up to bat, it would just, it, my, just like the little, like the comments they would show, like just, you know, this person like this, that person hates that. Oh my God. The playing cards. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Those, the bios. Yeah. Like, dude, that, those were so, so funny. But I think what, what got me into binge mode is I think I must have, that that day must have been you know mid class exchange fight. Okay. Um, as Itadori was becoming friends with Toto. Oh. And then oh, it mm. goes all through their fight with um, that special grade curse. Does it have a name? The one that speaks backwards. Uh, Han- uh, Hanami, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Is this the Black Flash episode? Yeah, yeah. Th- that whole thing, like the Black Flash episode, Toto's quirk being used super aggressively. Yeah. The oh, clapping, yeah. man, that was so innovative. That was such great anim- animation. That was such good battle shown and shit. Yeah, it's so much my fucking jam. Gojo showing up at the end, looking like a fucking god. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like this is what I'm talking <sighs> about. This is. I, I, I get the hype. How often is something so fucking hyped up in something that's in our wheelhouse and in our yeah. realm? And you're like, yeah, like I'm, I know it's big, da da da. But like you watch it and you're like, holy fuck! It's like, tricky, you know? man, because you know everything has been done in a sense, right? Like yeah. when someone tells you, oh, here's a great isekai, you think of all the other isekais you've seen. Or when someone says, yeah. oh, it's like the next new shonen, it's like, yeah, but I've also seen some amazing shonen. Yeah. Right. Like. It's hard for something to kick the door in on your expectations and all these experiences you've had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's also be real. Like, a lot of these tropes and, like, moments aren't 100% original. No, absolutely They're just not. amazing. They're, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so good. Like It's just I, their execution of that, yeah. you know, the, you know, a lot of the stuff is reuse, reusable, like, across the industry. Like It's almost like, you know, if you watch, like, Kill Bill, it's like, okay, well, Tarantino is so incredibly obviously like paying homage and like this is incredibly inspired by both westerns and kung fu movies but mostly kung fu movies yeah they're just like americanized yeah and it's like okay but so you could be a pessimist and be like oh so if you've seen kung movies this is like just kind of an inspired by version it's like no this is like this bigger than life like giant weird experience that's like the culmination of this guy's experiences with kung fu movies Mm -hmm. and Jujutsu Kaisen is kind of like shonen shows produced this shonen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It yeah, it was so killer, man. I loved that whole that whole fucking thing. That uh, that ending with um, Gojo. That everything leading up to that. Yeah. It was killer. It was killer. The sister fight. Um, the Toto stuff. Oh, yeah. The, the Toto stuff got me. I, I was like, this is, like, the best of the whole show. The biggest standout was probably, like, you know, like, in looking back, like, some, the first fight with, like, you know, Megumi and, and Itadori, you yeah. know, when, like, 
as the curse is post like the curse being eaten and mm-hmm. and all that. There's it's also it's actually now I'm trying to think if this I don't want to spoil ahead. You don't do um, no spoil. No, just the um because there seems to be a fascination with Megumi from Sakuna. So I'm curious where that goes. That's mm-hmm. referenced a couple times through the season. Mm-hmm. Like I think after that first dimension fight where they go into um you know, I think it's Sakuna versus uh uh, Megumi, mm-hmm. you know, momentary, obviously, and then I think and beats Gojo the shit said, out of him. Yeah, man. beats the shit out, of him. and so there's like the, they brought up a couple. I'm, I'm really curious because that, that's not touched too much in the next two episodes, if, mm-hmm. if at all. Um, but like, obviously, that's something they've set up going forward. So that that's that's interesting. But yeah. um, just you know, they also did like a very like they softly touched on. They're setting up this these families like the hierarchy of the, the schools, yeah, the and clans. the clans. So yeah. that's going to be something going forward. So. You know, and it's it, it wasn't over the head. It was just kind of like, here's the thing. They've set up some characters. There's some politics. You know, not the politics we've been dealing with. So, you know, it, everything is presented like very piecemeal, and it it'll be easy to pick up like next season kind of thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. How okay? So that's me. That's up to episode 22. I'm yeah. loving it. I feel like they've set up. They've set themselves up for a pretty good finale. I've yeah. heard. You know, it's hard not to. Like the thumbnails all over YouTube because yeah. I've become a monster of uh, React videos, I've, which we've talked about at length. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, but yeah, it's like all the thumbnails are like, now this is how you end a season. So <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Um, so where do you sit? You know, spoiler free. How do you feel about it in retrospect? In retrospect? Yeah. Now that it's behind you, you've experienced it like a fine wine or tab of LSD. You know, it's there's it's not often it's not often you get to experience the ground floor of a show very often mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's you know like you're you know i mind you like we're a couple months late but like for you know in the grand scheme like we're still the first season we're we're here like we're finished more or less and i now feel like i'm a part of a club that's going to be <laughs> excited each week you know like i it's I think the show is, you know, is going to have a, a great lasting legacy. Like it, it gives me Demon Slayer vibes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where the hype is actually backed up for once in something. And then, and you know, like, you know, we're big anime fans, but like, it's not often where a show can truly have a lasting legacy. And a lot of the time, it's not in the first season that sets up the legacy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's usually like it catches its stride. This show just came out swinging, Dave. Like mm-hmm. I, I love this, and you know, it's it's everything that we love. It's good comedy. It's believable comedy. It's you know, the action is, you know, it's not like quick cuts. You know, you're in you're in the thick of it in these fights. It's not just you know, and that's always been my problem with with Dragon Ball. It was too fast, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I I need to rewatch it. Like I'm I'm already planning my next rewatch on my holidays and just. You know, I think I do have a bit of a problem right now because I'm watching multiple shows that are very like I know, you know that feel high bar. Yeah, and I feel like if I was watching one at a time, I would be able to process it individually a little more and and find the little extra things in it. Mm-hmm. I'm just juggling a lot right now, and we're going to be talking about all those like this episode, yeah, or this week. But you know, it's. It's great shit, and I, I do think you and I should sit down and have like at least another conversation once we're both done and mm-hmm. just talk about favorite moments and all that. Because 
there is a lot of stuff to uh, to talk about yeah. for the show. Yeah, no, I'd be, I'm, yeah, I'm super down. Um, I'll probably end up wrapping up season one this week. Well, the only season. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but boy. yeah, I'm very stoked. Actually, a quick piece of uh, trivia, anime trivia facts for you. Mm. These are not super fun. Like they're not like. You know the like the kind of trivia that we had on Attack on Titan when we were covering sure. that, but um, it's voice actor trivia. Okay. And this is specifically uh, interesting for you and I because there are five voice actors on Jujutsu Kaisen that are also active characters on My Hero Academia. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I would be like, okay, do you have, do you have them in front of you? Got them all in front of me. I can. You can try guessing if you want. The problem is obvious, right? My Hero Academia has a cast of, I think it's 250 characters. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. But it's an obscene amount. Gojo Satoru. Do you Gojo, have any okay. guesses? Gojo. I, you, you, you know, you can guess or I can just read mm. them all off if you want. All right. Let me give it a guess at Gojo. Is it a student or a teacher? Pro Hero. Pro Hero. Hmm. You're never going to get it. Pox. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You might get this one. Sukuna also voices a pretty frequent teacher. Aizawa. Yep. Yeah. Well done. For sure. Aizawa. Nanami. Okay. um, Voices a past villain from My Hero Academia. And, like, I never would have guessed this. Hmm. Was it uh, a past event, like a dead villain? Or I guess that'd be a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Was it that dude, like, the freakazoid one that got bigger with the little... He was trying to kill the little kid. And, yep. And... Chisaki Overlord guy. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's and... also the uh, voice of the house husband. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which kills I me. totally see that. Yeah. Um, and then I... Man, I forgot this guy's name. Uh, Inumaki, he's the cursed speech user. Okay. Is voice on My Hero Academia by a pretty important character. The one we have not seen in quite some time. So I'll give you hmm. one quick stab if you want. But An important character that we have not seen in quite some time. Yeah, I know. That's very loose. Doesn't uh, give you oh, would it be uh, Shigaraki? Yes, it is. Was there, is it really? Yeah, Shigaraki. <laughs> that's, that's the last one. Fuck. Cool, eh? Yeah. Dude. Oh, I love It's such a small industry. <laughs> it is. You know, my favorite, like, anime weeb moment was while we were covering Attack on Titan, and I fucking picked it in the middle. It was, like, episode two, two or three. I think it was two of Attack on Titan season four. Falco also voicing Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Oh, I was like, yes. I just had it in my brain. I was like, no, the way this guy is like, it was just a certain registry hit with his voice. And I was like, mm. I know that fucking voice. And I was like, I might watch too much anime. Like, <laughs> Well, it was, it was funny. Cause like the only like modern anime at, at that point that Leanna had seen was attack on Titan. Excuse me. Uh, pardon me. And, um, we, we were watching the first episode of my hero this season. And Leanna was, I think I've told this before, but Leanna was like, Oh, that's Aaron. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And then like a couple seconds later, she was like, uh, oh, that's, I can't remember who she said it was, but I was like, oh, that is for sure that person. But yeah, uh, that was a good yeah. pick. I remember that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, a little piece of trivia for you. That was fun. I watched something this week that I want to talk to you about, but I'll let you go first if you want to cover anything. No, you you go first. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. I watched my very first (laughs) Studio Ghibli film. Oh, ever? Ever. What one? Spirited Away. Oh. I've heard... You went for you went for the the heavyweight. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I was watching it. I was watching it with the lady, and you know, mm-hmm. like she was like, "Okay, I've heard of this little indie film." <laughs> She's like, apparently, it's a big deal. I was like, apparently, it is. But you know, I like I'm not you know this diehard Studio Ghibli guy either. So like we we both went in being like, apparently, this is a good movie. Yeah. Right. Like we didn't really have a lot. Um, on on it other than that we didn't really know what to expect and i think that the short review is that we both came out of it her you know keep in mind not being a huge anime fan but we both came out of it and kind of looked at each other and like yeah i think i understand why that thing's so fucking huge yeah powerful yeah and it's really hard i was talking about this with uh somebody afterwards or one of the guys it's really hard to come into these movies 20 years late and still feel the hype you know True. what I mean? Because it's hard to put things into perspective of the time that they came from. It's so funny you say that because I'll have a good follow-up conversation to this um, for like my next thing to talk about. But mm-hmm. I, I do, I, I know exactly what we're talking about. The, the the distance between it's like the first time I watched Taxi Driver. You know, I haven't seen it. I was like, well, yeah, like without spoilers, but like you know, it's it's regarded as one of the mm-hmm. the most influential movies of all time, mm-hmm. just for like way it was shot and the grittiness and the, and the subject matter and it has you know it has various types of you know like you know lasting legacies but i remember watching it and i was like oh it's you know like it's it's good and i get it yeah. you know it's you know again the, there's all there's, there's all these variables right it's age it's of originally watching it and yeah. you know it's it's you know it's the cinematic I, landscape at the time you know yeah. like you know the star wars the, the the original star wars films felt like such a special place in my heart but yeah. i don't know if you showed them to me now if they would do the same thing the context is so important i remember i yeah. was on this you know binge mode of watching all these classics and taxi driver was in there i just haven't gotten to it yet mm-hmm. and one of them that i watched a year or two ago was the original blade runner yeah and i was i was like yo like it's completely and totally fine you yeah. know like i and especially because then i watched blade runner 2049 and i was like holy shit like now that's a fucking movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, the original Blade Runner for so many people, I understand it influenced a lot of things. There are certain yeah. things that, like this whole cyberpunk piece of you know cinema that just hadn't really been done in that specific way before, and they touched on like the AI stuff, which was like fun and it was sexy. But mm-hmm. you know, how many movies did that inspire that I've seen? Thousands. That. <laughs> You know, you can kind of predict the plot a mile away. Like, I get it. It's dark and grungy. But, like, yeah, man. I walked out of Blade Runner, the original, being like, yeah, that was like a six. Sure. You know what I mean? I just... Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't the right movie for me at the right time. Absolutely. It's 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 like you said, the context of, like, the mood. Yeah. That's the thing, too, the mood you're in. Like, you know, you can say, hey, let's watch a movie tonight. Yeah. You know, and, and then you get to the time to watch the movie, and you're like, ah, fuck, I cannot swing that right now. Like, it's just, I don't... You gotta be, you know... Yeah, like in, you be in, in receptive it. and yeah. and yeah, and so much about about it is but like the context of your experience with that movie. That's now, why I, uh, so, I was just gonna say, with regards to Spirited Away, it still worked. Yeah. I was I was still like, yeah, okay, I get it. This is kind of beautiful. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I I understand what 
the hype is about i understand the influence the music for god's sakes um i haven't seen yeah. that since it was first like at home release you know oh like, wow that was, yeah so like 2002 2001 yeah, yeah. pretty Almost beautiful years yeah um yeah pretty pretty dang good that's the one i'm slowly trying to warm up to that one with uh oh yeah with the the fam jam yeah because that one that's it's got some some pretty heavy themes and we uh my neighbor totoro is fucking on a lot here (laughs) oh really yeah i I was gonna text you and be like what do you think i should start with but like i had it queued up and Mm -hmm. you know we were just both kind of instantly in after watching a couple trailers yeah so i was like fuck it i'm I'm just diving in um but Mm -hmm. For the next Studio Ghibli, do you think I should try that one? So, see, I'm I'm the the general consensus is like Totoro is probably like one of the betters, and I understand it's good, but I don't think it comes close to a lot of the other stuff, in my opinion. I think it's I think the um, like the merchandising power, the lasting or this yeah the lasting power of merchandising for that movie is what kind of has carried the legacy i think totoro? a lot more totoro yeah. yeah okay so I, I like i said i don't think it's as great as like i you know i think ponyo is one is, you know the top three ghibli movies and i think a lot of people would probably heavily disagree with me on that um you know it's just personal personal preference but i think totoro is big enough and try totoro Anything ponyo, ponyo i like i really like ponyo um porco rosso is really good is really good okay um and actually you know what probably howl's moving castle i think if i'm not mistaken that like there was a big deal a couple of years back where they all got put on netflix eh? so just just recently yeah okay yeah, this recently. year yeah okay yeah so or, that's where, I guess we, 2020. where we watched it but uh okay well they're all accessible now so i'll, mm-hmm. I'll try one of them uh no reason not to watch them you actually know, like, you know what masterpieces I'm, um we're doing i'm away uh at a cottage this week that that'd be, that'd be a good one Maybe yeah. just download a couple of those movies on the way. Yeah, laid back. For, for the, yeah, chill it, chill it, campfire, put that on. Okay, anyway, um, hit me up. What you got, boy? Well, just in, you know, the, um, I guess in the context of, uh, you know, something with, la- or, you know, historically is known to be a good thing. Uh, I am almost caught up on Neon Genesis, Genesis uh, Evangelion. Really? Well, when you say caught up, you mean like finish the original? Well, so the, the problem I've had was when... <laughs> I think I've talked about it on the show a couple times now. I had originally watched it maybe a year or two. Maybe, mm-hmm. or actually when it was first brought to Netflix, because that was a big deal. You kept getting had, to, like, episode nine. It was episode nine, and I had stopped, and just whatever, it got caught up. And I said, you know, a couple months ago, I said, I'm going to rewatch it. it. Fucking happened again. Got stuck on episode nine. <laughs> That's so funny. And, but I had remembered it more this time. It was more recent in, in memory. And I just had a... Um, like a like a hungover Sunday, and I was like, "All right, let's fucking let's get weird mm-hmm. and let's watch let's, Neon Genesis." Let's get weird, and I got weird, man. It was there's something about '90s anime, eh? Is that an, I don't oh, know if that's man. '90s or '80s. Yeah, yeah, mid re, mid mid '90s, '95. You can I believe. feel it when you turn it on. Fuck, man. So how'd it go? I understand. <laughs> I understand. So it's really it's really interesting because like I know a lot of stuff has come before it. You know, I know, I know it's not the first influential, like majorly influential anime. I know that's not the case. Like Gundam mm-hmm. was well before. Like there's, there's a long history of like popular, like very big stuff in the '80s and even in the early '90s. But I think there's a reason this show stood out because 
I don't know. It's just, it has, you know, and again, I haven't watched much 90s or 80s anime. So, like, you know, I'm tr- I'm really not trying to talk on my ass when it comes to, like, the golden age mm-hmm. of, of anime. Um, but it's it's such a perfect time capsule For that of moment. the 90s. But it also, it, it has, like, ever, like, it, it's almost like it, it could be set at any time, right? Like, it's, it's, it's so futuristic and it's so... Uh, it's so modern and it's so like in the past and it's the show is fucking weird man like i know i'm i'm rambling at this point Mm -hmm. i haven't got the wheels on the road yet but i see it's so funny i'm watching this i see so many influences of this show in attack on titan really yeah little thing and i know it's the kaiju thing Mm -hmm. and the mech thing you know Mm -hmm. because that's attack on titan as a play Mm -hmm. but a play on that but i see little influences that and i also see like this might have been one of the first again i don't know but like you see major hollywood tropes not tropes but like visual cues in it like there's a whole episode i think it's episode 14 and that's where the show really kicks into gear is around like the episode 13 mark Mm. um which i'm sure at the time people weren't like waiting on bated breath of like oh is this gonna get better because it's good up until that point but that's when the show it's less about just the mechs, you know, the robots fighting like the 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 angels. It kind of becomes like more of a psychological story of yeah, like the characters and the in, like the the working of the nerve, which is like the you know the the science division they work for and all they're a part of. There's an episode. It's like it's like Jurassic Park. Really, you know, they they had this one random bottle episode. And I'm, you know, it's 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 a show from the fucking '90s, so I think I can spoil it a little more. Yeah, but yeah, hit me up. So the whole show is the you know at this point we don't really know why the angels are attacking Earth. Yeah, don't tell me. No, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but so you know usually they come in the shape of like this you know Big oddly man. shaped morphed creature from space or wherever they kind of just show up, and the angels are learning and there's one where it becomes like a computer, it, mm. like it just it becomes like a virus. And it's them combating, you know, it was like the scenes in Jurassic Park where they're trying to keep the raptors out or they're trying to oh. hack into the system and they're trying to get from this place to that place to, you know, prevent this and that. It was, it was so tense and it's just like the, the foresight. Like, I don't know. I would like, I can imagine someone watching this episode in like 95 and being like, ho, like, someone had bootlegs, you know, cause like anime wasn't just on TV back mm-hmm. then. I imagine mm-hmm. someone had a bootleg from Japan they had someone do the dub for it, or the sub for it, <laughs> and you were just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, oh, <laughs> I can imagine yeah. teenagers smoking dope in their parents' basement watching, you know, this episode, and just being terrified. Like, it's... Hey, quick technical question. Are you yeah. watching sub or dub? Sub, yeah. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure. Because I, I thought... It, I wasn't sure if it was in that list of shows that was, like, had a good dub. Okay, anyway, keep going. It might. I don't know. I, I just... I just, just always do the, the, the sub, just by default. Yeah. Um... But no, I, I'm really liking it, man. And it's you you can tell at the time I like I, I get I get the legacy. It's fucking weird. And I, it's only getting weirder as I'm getting close to the end. Um, but it's you know, I see like I see so many shows that I've watched, like little moments of like, oh they fucking they jacked that from Neon Genesis. It's inspired by you know, and it's 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 all homage, you know. It's not like you know, it's not like yeah. stealing it or anything, but it's I get it now, man. That's interesting. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's interesting to hear you say that it's kind of a psychological thriller because it crops up on all these lists of like best animes ever. Mm-hmm. And people are often talking about how 
it has these central themes of like depression and oh, psychology yeah. and it's like catholic like the, and, the, the and, heavy catholicism themes are like jacking up interesting and, and yeah, i you know i saw five six episodes and i was like what like i tuned out because it was like a, you know shitty gundam wing like cl- now clearly that's, i tuned out early as fuck well, well that's the thing you know like it's and i think notoriously the last two episodes of the season there was controversy of like the creator just like at the last minute it was like eh, change of plans we're redoing all this and it went like heavy religion themes i know that much because you know, it, it, it's a lot. It's hard not to have read stuff over the years. Because sure. I remember, like, there was a time where no one thought you'd be able to get your hands on the show legally. Yeah, it was very hard to. It was get a big pick of. when it came over, eh? Exactly. So you know, it was it was just one of those shows. I had like a rough idea. I had watched a couple. Do you remember? Uh, um, I think there's still a, a YouTube channel, but Wisecrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a video on Neon Genesis. I watched the whole thing. It was years ago, so I forgot really what had gone or t- taken place in the video, but. It's, I don't know, there's something special and, and unique and of the time, but also, like, timeless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, I don't know if that was the plan, because it's based on a manga, obviously, but once they get past the kaiju stuff, and, like, it's still, it's, it doesn't go away. Yeah. But when it, when it gets to the crux of what it is to be, like, a human, and whether we're real, and, like, the, like just, you know, it, it, it's hard to watch, like, because I'm not religious, and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really not trying to make anything about that. But, like, I wasn't raised that way. But it's interesting to read about it. And sometimes it's either too underhanded or it's too overhanded. And this is kind of just in the middle enough to make it interesting. But I know it's gonna about to go off the rails with the religion stuff. So I know it's going to be, like, very obvious soon. Because, you know, it's, mm. that's just how the show ended. And then there's the movie to, to follow it up afterwards, which I'm, I'm excited but um interesting yeah well, it's 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 you know, have to get around to that i'm excited I, I reckon, i'm gonna like, wait for your review of the whole first season like the season yeah um and then we'll then we'll see but uh yeah it was one of, like i couldn't stop i just kept watching and watching and watching and you know it's there's just it's so it's very thought-provoking how you know? it's weird though like how it's, in, again, how close it's to weird. the end are you now i think i got four episodes left oh fuck okay yeah interesting like so because that's the thing too there's like it's not necessarily arcs because it's kind of like the same story throughout but you know i think like till episode 12 it's like pretty much standard kaiju stuff they tease a couple things and then from like 13 to to 19 is you're finding about the inner politics of how like the the corporation works and they're this is where like the themes of depression and you know the psychological stuff starts kicking into place hmm. and then from episode 20 it starts becoming like surrealist and you know because i i think i finished 20 i'm about to start 21 it just becomes like surrealism and like heavy 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 religious themes are coming in specifically catholicism yeah it's it's a trip man i bet you i, <laughs> I bet you like you know in the 90s people were scared and they were like burning cds and like this you know <laughs> i bet you if parents caught their kids watching this shit they would have went fucking wild that's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, very. I'm sure. Uh, was it sacrilegious? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm, right, I'm enjoying right, it, man. Right, right, yeah. right. You, well, you you've done a good sales pitch, so I, yeah. I'm gonna wait for you to wrap up on that show, and then then we'll see if it's like you know if if I it's something I watch next. But you know, it's on all those lists for a good reason. I'm yeah. sure. You know, controversy or not, you know, I mean, you know, I've even seen people say that Attack on Titan has controversial themes right now just because of the fact that, like, they're treading on, 
mm. a couple things that are potentially uncomfortable. Um, and I think that's where that's why I think Attack on Titan owes so much to this show mm. and this manga is because like they're not afraid to like talk about these things. Yeah. And they somehow intertwine it well into like a, a sci-fi story, you know? It's... It makes me think, I don't know whose quote this is, but Robert Downey Jr. was on a podcast recently, okay. and I heard him say, he's like, well, you know, it's like that old quote, art is to comfort to dis- comfort the disturbed and to disturb the comfort or the comfortable, hmm. <laughs> which is like a very weird and interesting thing for him to say, that. having played Iron Man for so long, but it's like, yeah. yeah. You can kind of see it, right? Because he's he's kind of a fucking crazy person. But um, sure, they all are. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I could understand why if you looked at Attack on Titan and a lot of these things a certain way, you might consider it disturbing or you might consider it a little bit weird. But like you know, to a lot of people, I think it's just interesting to have these types of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Neon Genesis, I'll check it out. Um, just briefly while we're on that theme, but I'm realizing this may mean nothing to you. Mm. Um, on old anime, Cowboy Bebop. You hear they're doing a live action for that? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, there's a couple articles making the rounds right now about that. Well, but the, uh, the soundtrack. That's what I was going to bring up. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, uh, it's a big thing about Cowboy Bebop is, like, how fond people are of its soundtrack, which sure. I think is, like, good. I Like, yeah. you know, I don't know if it blew my head off at the time, but I watched it years ago. I'm probably due for a rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, they're doing a live a live action. I think it's with Stephen Young, actually, isn't it? Uh, no, uh, no it's um, he was in Star Trek. Uh, Fuck, stop Asian hate. Um, uh, it was uh, the other guy. Uh, he was in Harold and Kumar. Dude, it's Harold. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Why am I blanking on his name? Yeah, no, I forgot. He's good. Um, yeah, he was in. He was good in the Star Trek movies. He's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah, but, yeah, like, that, that like, thing, that show got, like, Taika Waititi was supposed to be involved at one point, and then he, like, left it. Or, no, he was going to do Akira no, live yeah, action. Yeah, which, I want to watch that. Well, I think I'm due. After watching Neon Genesis, I'm like, I think I'm fucking due to go back to anime school and watch some classics. Yeah, well, I yeah. think the problem is no one can name one good live, act- live action anime adaptation. I really want to watch, I really want to have a sit down with you. And watch the Attack on Titan one. Oh, the live really action want, movie? Yeah, I, I really don't want to do, do that. that. No, I do. <laughs> I, I want to do, do it that so bad. Yeah, just a Dude, six I've pack seen footage. And a pizza and Attack on Titan the first movie, if, for sure. I mean, like, if we can get, like, drunk doing it, you know, like, turn yeah. it into a game. Because I saw the Corridor crew people kind of look at it, and it did not look good. No, um, I, know it, I know it's not. They great, also. They, but, as a sidebar, I had this in my notes. The corridor crew people also had the guy, the VFX guy on from the Mandalorian. Oh, <laughs> to talk about all types of uh, cool shots that they got in the Mandalorian. Um, so that's that on YouTube. Out. Definitely check that out because I know that the Mandalorian. I haven't even seen season two yet, but it's um, good. Man. I know that even in season one and two, they they pioneered a bunch of shit. As far as VFX goes. Well, they have that really special set. No. Yeah, the set with the screen and all that yeah. stuff. And they get right into it. Um, and they talk all about details and whatnot. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, yeah. Cowboy Bebop is getting the same soundtrack. Or the same creator mm-hmm. of the original soundtrack is returning for the live action series, to be very clear. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton else other than you sent me a badass uh, 
movie trailer um, recently. Which one was that? America, the motion picture. Oh, yeah. I think that's a show. Oh, fuck. I hope so. Yeah, I think that's a show. I Channing thought, Tatum. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was might, might have been a... Like a one-off movie? Yeah. I that hope looks it's like, not. That looks like a show, for sure. Nice. Um, yeah. Another Netflix anime, correct? Mm-hmm. Same, like, anime style as, like, a lot of the stuff that they do. Looks like Archer. Yeah, Archer, Castlevania. Yeah. Um, dude, that looks funny. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll definitely check that out. Historical, satirical recounting of America's uh, founding history. history? Yeah. Oh, yeah. founding. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't get too into the weeds of it. I just I watched halfway through and I was like, I should probably see this when it's on. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll definitely be worth watching. Do you have uh, anything else? Yeah, I got a couple things. Hit me um, up, I watched um, Bo Burnham's Inside. Fuck, I'm like halfway through. Oh, really? Okay. I think we are both Bo Burnham fans. I don't know, are we? Well, so like, you, you don't know, like not... his stupid face. No, I, I like Bo Burnham. I'm, I'm not kidding. like you know. I think you and I have talked in the past. I'm not super huge into stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and fortunately, he's like the most non-traditional stand-up well, that's, comic. I think I think that's you know because you know like the comedians that come to mind. Like I really like Mike Birbiglia. And, you know, he's more, I, I tend to like, that's such a you, no, I know. I, I tend to like more like the storytellers and like the de- the deviations from, you know, standard comedy. Like, you know, I like Dave Chappelle. Um, you mean the greatest comedian of all time? Yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. He's okay. He's okay. But like the point I'm trying to make is like, I do like the traditional stuff as well, but like, I just, I can't. There's just too much of it, and yeah. so much of it, in my opinion, is just not good. Have you, so, like, it's have you it's tried, hard to... Have you tried Tom Segura? I, I haven't, honestly. Yeah. No. He's got one called, a special called Mostly Stories on Netflix that is okay. uh, might be up your alley. But anyway, um, Bo Burnham. Yeah, so, Dave, what a... Um, what a s- wow. What an it artistic was... endeavor. <laughs> honestly, good for him. Like, you know... Technically, very impressive to do that all by himself. Like, he knows, he he understands the composition of how to, like, you know, present. But, like, I've I've been humming white woman. White woman Instagram? Nonstop. Like, (laughs) I watched her, that was all we get. I was like, white woman. (laughs) Dude, he, I mean, do you remember, uh, I don't know if you, you know, I don't even know if we've ever talked about this. Like, have you seen his original YouTube videos from a decade ago? No, I. This was the first thing I've ever seen by him. I've seen Holy him in other shit, stuff. That's crazy. I've seen him in interviews, and I've I've wow. seen like the odd the odd clip of him. Oh and my stuff. god! But yeah, now, that's something you got to go through because this is what's crazy is you've got I can't name one. Well, Logan Paul. We'll come back to that. You've got some YouTubers who, you know, started on YouTube and then like they they managed to cross over to Hollywood. Sure. But a lot of the time, you know, they they've been at it for a really long time. Bo Burnham may have created a dozen satirical songs on YouTube. And this was, you know, over a decade ago yeah. where viral meant, you know, five to ten million. Now now viral means ten, twenty, over a hundred million plus. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. So he went viral, but it wasn't nearly as viral as, as today is. And then, like, you know, so he did, let's say, a dozen satirical songs, and they are incredible. Yeah. And he's maybe 15. Sure. 
you know, um, younger probably. And yeah, they crush. And then I, then I ended up hearing, you know, okay, he's got, he's doing stand up. He's doing these weird stand up shows that are super non-traditional stand up comics. Don't like them because like, they're not real stand up. It's like more of like a performative thing. Oh my God. Um, fucking so then I, you know, I watched <laughs> and it's not like quote stand up, but it's like, it's, it's, it's Bo Burnham. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's him and he does jokes um, and then he loops in music throughout the show. His other, you know, they're all very, very good. Um, but when it really hit for me is when he did um, Grade A, Grade 8. I never saw that. I, uh... I didn't even see it either. It's just that I didn't understand that you go from, let's say, a dozen YouTube videos to two Netflix specials to an Oscar-nominated film in your directorial mm-hmm. debut... Sure. Like, his his career path is just fucking wonky. You know what I mean? Like, people just tend to pay their dues more. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that... I, I'm not saying that, like, he didn't. I just mean... It's just weird to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm missing, like, five years of IMDb for him. And, like, maybe he's just been, like, you know, writing shitty TV sh- pilots for a long time or something. Mm. But it just seems like the guy doesn't miss, is, I guess, my point. No, well, it's... I don't know. It just... This whole thing, like, it was... It honestly felt special when I watched it, you know, like just a, a peek into another, like a true, a true peek into someone else's psyche is a very rare thing where, and you know, the arguments can be made that, it, you know, it's, it's a controlled environment, but a lot of that seemed incredibly genuine, the good and the bad. Oh yeah. And the man clearly has, you know, and like, I'm not saying like, it's a bad thing. He has mental health issues. Oh Yeah it's evident and when you watch this but like it's it's kind of brave you know and it, it sends a good message of being able to like show your, that side of yourself to the world i think i think it's a good message and at the same time you can write some fucking scathing songs of just the the fucked upness of the world and you know the it was it was very good man like the you know i i genuinely didn't believe there was any misses the fact that he did this all by himself you know obviously like you know he had the money and the power to collect the gear that he needed to do so but like kudos to him man it was it was really something i really enjoyed i I, i'm planning on watching it again yeah i would say you know like i said i'm halfway through and already like big achievement technically you know the cinematography last what was the last like skit or song you heard i watched him do white woman i watched him do um facetiming with my mom which i loved (laughs) and then that was the beginning, I think, yeah. Yeah, so it might have been tail Sexting? End. Did you see sexting? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So, I saw, you know, it was like zooming out, and it was him lying on the floor in a pile of cords yeah. um, all around him, and I was I was drifting off, so I was like, okay, I want to watch this with my full attention, so I, I turned it off at that I had point. Fa- I had fallen asleep um, yeah. in, in the last, I missed the last 20 minutes, then I watched it first thing when I woke up in the morning. But, man, some of the shots that he got in that white woman yeah. um, bit, really, yeah. really good. Uh, same with the other song, uh, the mom one. Like, just the cinematography and the editing yeah. and his messing with aspect ratios and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's something. Like, this is, you know, I think, you know, the argument, of you know, like you were saying earlier, like comedians like consider this type of thing is not real comedy. And it's like, that's such an old guard. In my opinion, that's such an old guard. Like, you're just, I think yeah. you're a little, what, what's the word? Like, you're being territorial. Like, what yeah. you do is a living. It's your livelihood. Like, whatever. I, I mean, get you that. Know, Yeah, no one gets to decide. Um, but this was a yeah. packaged 
you know, original written thing. And like, I'm, you know, I, I love music and those songs are good. Like he has incredible composition. Oh, big time. And you know, like there's like the big song hitting the rounds right now is welcome to the internet, mm. which I think is going to be the probably like, between that and, and white women's Instagram. We're going to have like the longest staying power is like, re- apparently it's going to Spotify this week nice. uh, or, or like streaming services. Sorry. Nice. You'll be able to buy it. And I, I think I might like, if I can't, I would buy the comedy album. Nice. Yeah, it's. I, I enjoyed it. Like it's, it's again. It's a very dark message, in a lot of ways. Oh, did you see the sock puppet thing? No. Oh, maybe. Uh, that might have been early. Yeah, I think. That was I, early I think on. I did, but like I said, I have to go through it again. But like, uh, you know, just on that note, like it's very clearly like an art piece. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to this because uh, you know I'm like really into stand-up comedy and all that crap. And yeah, right now like the quote popular slash brave thing to do in stand-up is to talk about like how brave you are for pushing the envelope <laughs> and oh like God. you know it's a little tired um but i was listening to one comp uh who says uh, that yeah. give me a name who says that dude literally all of them <laughs> like really all, every la comic on the planet <laughs> uh they no but like you know obviously the thing in stand-up comedy right now is to push against cancel culture because they feel like they're under attack and you know fine I don't think we want to go down that whole rabbit hole right now, but yeah, yeah. the one thing that I will say is I was listening to this one uh, comic, Whitney Cummings, who's yeah. you know su- su- very successful outside of stand-up comedy as well. But she had just this whole thing, like you know, and just said, "Listen, like you know, you can feel like you're under attack. You can feel like you're not. I don't care." But her point was that comedy is a democracy. She's like, "You don't get to decide what's funny because you've been doing this. Mm. You, you know, the audience gets to decide whether or not your joke is a miss." Now, obviously, you don't want to be crucified for missing, and I think yeah. that's that's what comics are afraid of right now. Mm. Um, but that's a different type of issue, you know what I mean? I think that what I'm focused on is her point, which is comedy is a democracy, right? Mm. So because this guy isn't on stage reading off one-liners doesn't mean that he's not a comic. You know mm. what I mean? He's making people laugh. It, you know, He's commenting on something that is appropriate to the time. I think she also, in that same podcast had this whole thing about like how if you went back 20 years a lot of those jokes that were told were probably not you know they're probably not appropriate today because mm. things have changed sure. and, but she says you know like even delirious you know by that oh, special yeah. um I, but if a stand-up comedy special is quality it is probably a reflection of the time that it was made sure and i think that i'm only 30 minutes into bo burnham's inside and like yeah like it is definitely. It definitely feels incredibly topical. You know yeah, what I well, mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's not like he's not waging war with like internet culture, but like no. in a way he is. And you know, it's. I mean, I he's know. tapping into something that is front of mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's making light of it, and that's comedy. Like yeah. he's looking at the culture. He thinks it's kind of silly, but there's also like a lot of realism there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's being really well received, and I think like if we consider the whole comedy as a democracy thing, like I think that's the point. Yeah, like, is doing really well. I've had like you're the third person to be like, oh, like you, you know, this Bo Burnham thing. It's like different, but like, have you seen this thing yet? And like, I'm, it's all people who I know are not stand up fanatics, right? Mm. And that's like a good thing. Yeah, because it's good for it's good for everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna finish that. All right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's one of those things that you definitely for people that are super 
super not um, into comedy. It's you know because it, it's a good bridge between like YouTube, the world of like you know the kids of YouTube. You know what I mean? Like the people, mm. like the generation raised on it. Dude. And it's it might be a good message for them to see because you, there's some. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. That's that, that's pretty much it. I, I was just gonna say you absolutely must see a couple of his original songs. I'm going to watch them tonight. You okay. have to check them out. I'm going to send you one or two in particular. Like, back to what I was saying, like, I don't know if they would fly today. Because mm. he, he was like this when he was, this, this is the weird part. He was like this when he was like 14. Mm. Like he was, you know what I mean? He, yeah, he was just looking at things and taking jabs. And like, even at that age was big on wordplay. And it's like, and obviously musically gifted. You know, it's they're yeah. all songs. They're all very, very good. Which I like. I think, you know, it's because I like, you know, like, I, like, I like Tim Minchin as well. Um, he, because uh, he's similar like that. I think he does like a lot of uh, piano stuff and, and yep. whatnot. But Big it's, time. Yeah. Um, other than that, do you have anything else? Um, we, we, we chugged along a little more with the Vinland saga. We're on the tail end. We're on the tail end of that. Um, won't, uh, won't take too much more. Oh, no, time, no, no. Yeah, spoilers ahead. Tell me, tell me where you're at. So the last thing we saw was... Do you know what episode you're up to? Yeah, I wrote it down. Um, so the episode was Out of the Cradle. It's episode 18. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor, it's Thorfinn and, and the Thorkell fight. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's a couple things that happened along the way that I really... just So they're, like the last we talked was, um, you know... Uh, like Thorkell, like there's the whole like the the forest fire situation. Askeladd was, oh me, yeah, excuse me, Askeladd. That's so great. I, I apologize to anyone listening right now. I should nah. be hitting the mute button. Nah, um, okay. No, worry. so like you know yourself. they they gotten away with the uh, with Prince Canute or Canute, mm-hmm. and you know just the whole like out of nowhere the whole like the Welsh angle like the like them escaping to Wales. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the reveal of Askeladd being, like, half Welsh and mm-hmm. him slowly, like, as, like, like a sleeper agent to take on the Danes and how, like, he has, you know, he has disdain for the Danes. Love that. And, you know, so that was, like, okay, like, he's still a piece of shit, but I understand why he's so cruel everywhere he goes now. Hmm. I guess I guess he's actually now that I think about it, he's been doing shitty stuff in England, too. But even then, they're direct enemies to the to Wales. You know, so like he's just kind of like this, this this secret little war path that everyone around him is kind of you know not aware of. So I thought that was kind of cool. He fucking the way when he did Ragnar dirty and killed him, and then Ragnar was like, "Fucking like, fuck you, dude!" Like you know, like guess what? The king wants the prince dead. <laughs> that was the, it. Was one of the best fuck you endings I've, I've seen in a while. That was good. Um, so that that was that was really cool. Um, what is Canute up to at this point? So the last thing we just saw, Canute just fucking like had a moment of God. Oh yeah, okay. You know, had like or you know like achievement found his, unlocked. Yeah, achievement unlocked. Found his bearings, and he's now about to like you know become a good man and wage wars that are only necessary. Very powerful speech on his part when he calms down. Is it um, the dude um, that always eats them? Bjorn, the rage mushroom fellow. Yeah, Bjorn. And he calms him down, but the just the moment he had that episode where he has a dream, and he just like has that moment to say like Ragnar, like you were my true father and all that, mm-hmm. and like the love for one another, 
and just on, Dave's so powerful and so effective. And yeah, that was like, a big moment. I remember yeah. when that happened. Like for myself, and also just like the internet, it was like, all the memes were like Canute unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, I, you know the show is is awesome, and this mm-hmm. is another one where it was kind of the similar like the Jitsu Kaisen problem, where there's so much heady stuff going on. It's not just a battle shonen. There's so much going on in the background if you want to look for it, and there's a lot of stuff up in the front. Mm-hmm. And you know you have to. I need a rewatch, you know, it's just, I think, I do think it's kind of by the numbers, like, it's good, but it's by the numbers up until, I think, like, the, I think episode 10, like, where we spoke last week, that episode Ragnarok, where, um, you know, Askeladd, you know, they, they decide they're going to go get the, the prince, and they're going to, you know, take advantage of the situation, but just, like, the, the weaves, they're, you know, they're weaving through this show, it's, it's, it's not what I expected. Yeah. How many you know, episodes are there in total? I think there's 24, so I'm I'm yeah. we're almost done. We got about. I'm excited to hear episodes. your thoughts on the ending. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I'd say it has a good ending. Um, I don't know, I haven't heard or looked up anything recently as far as season two goes, but that must be coming close or must be coming soon. I've been trying to avoid it because I don't want an accidental spoiler right. for the end. But, but I'm glad uh, you're I'm, enjoying we're, it. We're all, yeah, we're we're really liking it. And it, there's been a couple like really, the Thorkel Thorfinn fight was really good. So that ended with Thorkel just absolute boot fucking Thorfinn like across the field. Oh yes, and, okay, so yeah, yeah, he went that. flying through tree lines. So there's that, but just you know the respect that you know you know Thorkel has for him and like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're they're all laughing at him, and he crushes one of his own men's heads, and just the whole like right. Askeladd's men turning on him and all that, and him th- throwing down with them to the very end. That was, it was just really really good stuff. Yeah, Askeladd, Thorkel, Thorfinn—they all have some fun stuff. Yeah, either you know stuff you've just passed or coming up, but you know there's lots more for these characters to do in these last few episodes. It's very fun. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to finish. Glad like I said, I'm probably I'm probably going to be doing a rewatch of this sooner than later. There Just, uh, there's a lot a lot goes on that. Uh... Rewatch King, yeah boy. Um, have you heard of Moshuko Tensei? Oh, is this Jobless Reincarnation? Yeah, how would you know that? <laughs> I saw <laughs> the fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, reading, hearing a lot about that. One of our listeners, one I of saw the that. two, yeah, no, I'm kidding. Warmed my heart. One of the two listeners, yeah, uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, somebody hit us up and they're like, "Yo, check out Mushko Tensei." So, I checked out the trailer. Um, yeah. I will probably check out the pilot for next week, next week's post show. Um, the show almost got like the community almost canceled this fucking thing. Really? There Tell was, me why. Um, so from what I've assessed, because you know it's. I've watched a couple of videos, like, a, you know, we, we had our top 10 conversation last week at the respect of a top 10 list, and it's been on there, and, uh, but it's an isekai, the guy goes back, but he wakes up in the body of, like, a baby, but he's, like, the, like, the mind of, like, a, like, a grown pervy man, I think. That's what the trailer shows, yeah. Yeah, so I think there's a couple, some oh, pretty, they, ways. they tread think, some weird lines. I think they tread some pretty weird fucking lines in the show. And, uh, I think, anime doesn't do that enough. <laughs> no, but apparently like some lines are crossed oh, really? as well. And I think, I think like some areas of the community thought that was like a step really? too far, you know? Oh, and it's well, like, I'm just curious, but 
it's out there from what I saw. But, Interesting. Okay, but I didn't know any of that. But apparently everything outside of that is, like, like S-tier. Like, very good. So, you know, really? it's, it's one of those things, like, you know, do you just, like... Um, trying to think of a show that like well okay like fire force mm. right i Ugh. i don't i don't know okay i don't no, think I'm it's kidding. to that extent you know but i was able to kind of just like okay i no, get you can it brush it's, past it in a lot it's of cases, like this right? is the genre this is popular in certain areas and that's fine i'm i'm in it for the other stuff so i think if a show is like a fraction lower than that i think i can wrap my head around, around so it. the thing is i don't think it's on Crunchyroll. no i don't think it is either um I, I wanted to ask you about this very, and I'll, I'll keep this brief because I watched the trailer and I noticed one thing that I don't think I had put together until recently. And I don't know if it's an isekai thing or an anime trope that I just haven't noticed until recently. But in the Moshuko Tensei trailer, they have this whole thing where the guy talks about how regular he was in normal life. Mm. Oh, you know, my, I was just this regular average. They always say virgin. Like, they go out of their <laughs> way to say yeah. virgin. Yeah, yeah, Regular, average, virgin, virgin, gross, dude. And now I get the chance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you know, it's a new thing. And then I thought about it, and that it's. I realized, like, it's kind of similar to a lot of shit I've seen. Like, I'm thinking, like, Tokyo Revengers. Like, the intro before he goes back in time. That's in, like, the first five minutes of the pilot. It's in the trailer. Give me a break. Um, same deal. He's talking about how he's like a douchebag, virgin, loser, and then like a cool thing happens to him, right? I yeah. think the same thing happens in Overlord. He talks about how in real life, which also didn't hit for me, um, mm. he talks about in real life, like his life ain't that great. But then, you know what I mean? I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know if like they're hoping or playing on the fact that like maybe their audience feels the way that that way about themselves i don't know what that is mm. but i'll tell you what grant i don't like it yeah it's i don't like it at all no like you can have a shonen or an isekai without being yeah. like oh real life is awful like i don't, I don't know what this is about but, it, but i think it's come biggest... up a few times now but isekai is it's about escapism oh right it's specifically it's a, you say you what, feel I, like i think that's what the genre the crux of the genre is about like being away from ordinary regular life than that because you know like obviously like this you know we're a western country but this is a lot of the stuff is made in mind for you know japanese culture or like you know japanese fans mm -hmm. and look how notorious and known like the nine to five grind is for them over mm, there you know bunch it's hard of virgins. To, Apparently, I'm kidding. You know, <laughs> you know, but like, I think he so even said in, at the beginning of season one of ReZero, he was like, "Oh, like you know," I think he says something about like, I only well, watched the first episode, but yeah, but I think he he's also like a teen, he's a teenager, something like that. Yeah. So like you know, it's fair. I think it's a little more, <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, but I think he just wasn't doing anything with his life. He was kind of a failure, um, was like a high school dropout kind of thing, um, but you know. I think, you know, it's specifically made for, like, you know, all audiences. But, like, a lot of people here, too. Like, it's not just Japan. Like, how many people do you know, like, just have to grind it out, you know? And all they have oh, is yeah. the, the little reprieve they have in the day is going Oh, I understand the And hiding in the world. So, but escapism. You know, but they're hitting, but they're just hitting at home the point of, like, this is for you, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. and then it's, it, it tends to be a genre that's a little horny and they really got to hit home the virgin thing i guess i don't know yeah i don't like that 
It's, but but anyway, yeah. That is not to say it doesn't have the potential to be a good show. I think I'm gonna try the pilot anyway because, like you said, yeah. it's you know, I didn't know about the <laughs> the cancelable offenses that are like the weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's out there, man. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That kind of what like that's the problem when you tell me like curiosity t- yeah, yeah. Like a line's been crossed it's like really which line how'd they do it is yeah. it did it work it you're constantly like gonna that. be watching you're like is this the line is this the line but uh yeah i think i'll try the pilot I, you know like you said i hear it's doing very well so yeah we'll try that that's um that's about all i've got for this week though yeah me too yeah all right man this was fun thank you yeah. guys for listening um we do this same time every week. Um, otherwise, we're covering uh, My Hero Academia Season 5, which I think is probably drawing to a close, though we're not 100% sure on that. So stay tuned. And uh, thank you for listening to the post show. Thanks, See you guys. next week. Cheers.